everybody. Welcome to episode 995 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I am your host, Tristan Piles. Joined today for episode number two in our new studio, James Dean Raider to my right. Looking good. And calling in from the frozen north of Wisconsin. He's got the he's got the short-sleeved hoodie look. Ben Funky Asker. Awesome. Ben. I wear this like every day now, and my wife gets mad at me for wearing it every day, and I tell her. What do you do about it? <laughs> Nothing. I'm going to keep wearing it every day. Why doesn't she like it? Did your biceps detonate the rest of the sleeve? I, I don't know. Uh, Coach Wagner up in Green Bay, he's our fashion guru. So, you know, when we do the orders, he's the one who kind of picks what we're getting. And he picked these, and I love it. I, I prefer the sleeveless cutoff hoodie. Some, like, like all that. the way sleeveless, JD, is what you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, right okay. at the shoulder. That's the look. Okay, okay. I like this one. It's comfy. It makes me happy. So I throw it on a lot. Like Bill Belichick kind mm-hmm. of look. Yeah. yeah. Ben, yeah, you're a few years from your Belichick era. You got to get way crankier. He's cranky. I don't watch football, so you know I miss all the references when you guys say this stuff. <laughs> well, hey, you say that, but it was last week where you corrected me on uh, who Luke Fickle was. But I didn't that he was the listen he was also a wrestler i don't know if you know this i do he wrestled someone i think really good in the state finals or something i think he did i think you're right did he he wrestle tommy no he's older they're buddies but he's older than okay a handful of years i think yeah i think you're right anyway but hey we also have another friend here sitting at the bar this time we're moving this position around this is tyler meisinger (laughs) coolest guy at flow sports according to uh well, a few yeah, I think everyone. Uh, pretty much everyone. But I object. No. There was, this, there was this crazy. Why is he on the show? He's going to be crying today. Sion? Sion cries every day. I don't, I don't know. No. No, he said, why is he on the show? Oh, why is he on the show? Tyler. Um, Tyler's going to be crying. I forgot that we were going to be talking about that Friday duel. I might have rejected. <laughs> oh, crying Tyler is here. Well, yeah, he has to answer for, for Michigan. Uh, no, actually, okay. it's because Ollie was going to be on the show, and last night he's like, yo, I can't. I'm really sorry. And so uh, I brought on Tyler. Wow. Ty- you couldn't have okay. just lied and said I was <laughs> playing A. I, I'm not very Actually, good. Ollie's been on the show because I couldn't make it the, all the other times. All the other times, yeah. including before you worked here. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy. Yep. But yeah, no, so we're, we're happy to have Tyler on. Um, he's my main nemesis here at Flow Sports. <laughs> and so I think you guys are going to appreciate that tension. But yeah, should we start with the – man, there, there were a lot of both great dual meets but also some really interesting – individual matchups another high schooler beat a number one ranked wrestler in america the second time this year um you know everyone always like hey let the d2 and d3 guys into ncas no let's just let jacks forrest and marcus blazing at 125 (laughs) let's see what happens Uh i think that would be let them be the 33 and 32 seed wrestling a pigtail that would be way cooler but ben what's top of your mind after this weekend of wrestling well, I mean, yeah, dual meets. I had, we had to say a dual meet for uh, Mizzou fans also because we lost to Cornell and that was no good. Um, so I, I think we talk about either the Cornell-Mizzou duel or the Ohio State-Michigan duel. Both those were awesome, fun duels with a lot to talk about. All right, I'll, let's start. Why don't we go just chronologically because that just kind of makes sense. And I don't want to yep. start uh, the show on a bitter note for you, Ben. I'd rather start on a bitter note for Tyler <laughs> because Ohio <laughs> State at the buzzer. Nick Feldman has now done this three times yes. this year against Hunter Katka, against Luis Fernandez, and now against Lucas Davison. Digs deep in the third period. It looks like he's going to lose, and he figures out a way to win. But yes. let's go back. Before we get to the Feldman match, it looked like Michigan was going to kick Ohio State's necks in for 
for two hours straight. Steamrolling. I mean, they were crushing. Uh, yes. We talked. I mean, we can. JD can refer to the picks, but we had the Diagostino Macron match, and I don't remember what the line was, but it was certainly a decision. And he comes out yes. and texts him, no problem. Uh, and that set quite a tone for, for the match. Yeah, the line was two and a half. <laughs> two and a half, and he Dang. got a text. So that was a cover for Diagostino. You got that one wrong, CP. Well, <laughs> since you bring it up, since you bring it up, since you want to get chippy uh, already this morning, after all already. his boasting, he lost this week. Now, it doesn't mean I anything. lost by one pick after nine weeks. It's a good weekend for the house. It's a good weekend for the house. Yeah, it was. It was a rough week. We <laughs> took some. We took some else. But you know what? I'm just. I'm thrilled to get back in the win column. And this is. It doesn't take but one little thing. It just takes a spark of inspiration for me to have some belief. And belief can turn into something very powerful, Ben. So I'm gonna run you down. Possibly. There's something about you guys in this fancy studio crossing your legs, acting all hoity-toity. This makes me angry when I fight you yes. guys. Look yes. at the both of you. This makes uh, me hostile. Just want to start getting, throwing daggers. How many it. of us would it take to beat up Ben? Um, <laughs> Tyler helps. Tyler helps. I think with three of us, we got you. Uh, three of us can do it. Dang yeah, it. 100%. Shoot. Three of us could beat you up. All right. That's not exactly a flex. <laughs> Macron, Macron, uh, he puts himself in some really unnecessary positions. I don't know if you guys realize that. That one way tried like I don't even know what he was trying to do. Jump back over the top of Diagostino and went right to his back. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That was like, what is even happening right now? Yeah, he's a freshman, and uh, you get some of that. I yeah. guess uh, he'll he'll sure. learn. But then Ragason, he kind of had everything he, he wanted with with Buzakis, and this was another one where Wait. I forget what we had. For the line, Ragson four and a half point point and a half or four and a half four and a half yeah. four and a half. So he covered that easily. Dominant win. And we all we all got that one wrong actually, and I I thought Buzakis was going to be more competitive. Buzakis' best position on this one. Did you guys realize Buzakis' best position in this match was actually bottom? He scored two reversals, one of which he almost had back points off of the first one, um, and. Ragason just kind of killed him on his feet, which I did not see that one coming at all. I thought he would be competitive on his, on his feet, and then Ragason would just, uh, you know, he would struggle on bottom, which is somewhere he struggled on bottom a lot this year. Ragason loves giving up reversals. Oh, really? No. Really? Yeah. I did not match, realize this. In that match, he was giving up a decent amount of reversals, but it, to me it felt like Dylan's like, lateral motion was just way faster than um, yeah. Buzakis. Buzakis. He, he, looked so he kept go-behinding him. Yeah. Yeah, he he mm-hmm. did look way faster. Um, yeah, Buzak is just very explosive and powerful underneath there. And I think it's almost like I don't know. I'm gonna say that, but um, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's explosive underneath there. So okay, after 33, Tyler Meisinger check in. How are we feeling about the boys in blue? <laughs> yeah, at this point, I'm like, wow, this is great. Okay, <laughs> this duel's awesome. And then Jesse Mendez just walks out, takes the stage, and gets his hand raised. At which point we're like, what is happening? A forfeit yeah. at 141. Did no one know about this? Because it felt like no one knew about this. No one knew about it because he got flagged at skin checks. And Big Ten Jeez, rule and I, is that you can only travel with 13 guys. Is that right? Yeah. What? That way, when I was in college, that was the rule. 13, 13 wrestlers. So you really have to guess where. I mean. And obviously 65, they brought somebody. Can't you just bring yeah. someone else and say, like, they're a workout dummy? 
That that's yeah. They usually use it on guys who need partners, right? That that a aren't yeah. Probably. Like you bring a heavyweight, you bring you bring guys that need partners Weird. who don't have someone in the lineup that they can practice with. Yeah, that's mm. it's a re, it's such a weird rule. Like, I don't weird, know yeah. what what other sport like basketball. You can't you don't travel with just like three extra starters. You just get to bring the team. It's like no one thinks you should bring forty guys, but like, I don't know, twenty, fifteen. Yeah. So it seems I, it, like you should be able to have a backup at each quote position. Unquote. Yeah, because it's very reasonable yeah. that someone. Well, one, some of the times they're weekend trips and you're gone. So a guy gets hurt in one weekend, and then it's like, all right, well, I brought one 41-pounder, and he got hurt this week. Like, that's a very reasonable thing to happen. Having only three backups makes no sense. Is it travel? Are you guys sure on this? Okay, listen, I'm not going to – I didn't do an official count, but Nebraska stopped and worked out um, at my place on Saturday on their way from Northwestern into Madison. And I didn't do an official count, but they're – there it sure seems like there was more than thirteen. I don't know that to be true or not because I don't want to get him in trouble. Well, it sounds you already did. <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't know. I don't know how many. There. It just seemed like there was a lot of them. Yeah. Well, I. Yeah, I don't know what the what the rule is or, or officially, but I've been told it's thirteen. Everyone, uh, pirate. Listen, if pirate doesn't know the rule, nobody knows the rule. The rule isn't real. Okay, and the Surely pirate says it's thirteen. Like, uh, you could call him like a manager or a video guy for the weekend, for sure. That that's true. Yeah, I'm sure you would find all those yeah. loopholes. R- regardless, the rule is 13, and yeah, they didn't have a so backup. That's why they didn't one. have anybody. Yep, and they didn't have a backup. Crazy. So that's a okay. Bummer. Even then, even then, they forfeit there, and you're like, oh wow, that's kind of you know, you kind of figured they were probably going to lose that one anyways. And yeah. then Gomez comes out and smashes, and you're so like, mashes. oh okay. He's looking another nice. one. Looked- is is Austin Gomez now? You pick to an NCAs? Is he the favorite? Rich, I, Rich and Caleb uh, are probably. I'm not. No, I'm putting him in the tier one without without a doubt. He looks. He's tier one. Yeah. He looks good enough to win a title. No, no one is getting that. Uh, I don't think anyone at 49 is going to get that strong of a. Well, no, 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 no. I'm not saying he separated himself, but I'm saying like, has to if be you got to pick. You say he has to be the favorite, Ben. No, no, no! I'm saying, I'm saying there has to be a favor. You can't say yes. tier one. Oh. It's like you know, even if one guy's thirty-two percent, one guy's thirty-one percent, one of the people is still the favorite. Yeah. Well, who do you think the favorite is? I think it's probably him or Ridge. I think Austin. Wow. Just based off of how he's looked, um, he matches up pretty decent against Ridge. Um, I think so. Which did they wrestle Big Tens? He beat him at two years ago. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I actually think maybe Caleb Henson could give him a little bit more fits. 100%. So getting that one seed could be very important. Dude, I don't know. He looks really, he looked really good, didn't he? He looked really good. He looked, I mean, Dylan D'Amelio, and we didn't say his name yet, but Dylan D'Amelio is all American, really, really tough. Um, And he was all over him. He looked so athletic. He looked fast to the leg. He looks healthy. Which has been a concern in, in previous seasons. So, it, it I think it's like Henson. I think is a decent matchup for Gomez. I think Gomez matches up well with Ridge, and Ridge already has a win over Henson. So I'm not saying it's going to play out that way, but I think each guy has their own p- potential position of advantage against the other. So that's that's kind of what I'm, how I see it. Um, 
Yeah, I suppose I'll go Ridge Ridge one, uh, Gomez two uh, at this point in time. But they are, I mean, he has beaten Ridge in the past, I believe, two years ago. Yeah. So they're close. They're really close for sure. And so then you're like, okay, just Michigan is just on one. This uh, this for this duel, they just look fantastic. Fifty seven, Luan gets the job done. In in dude. What? <laughs> He's so boring. It was a terrible match. Covered. He <laughs> <laughs> was that an overtime cover? Yeah. It was it was the exact Yeah, that scenario. should not be a cover, guys. <laughs> this is what I was trying to tell you last week. Shouldn't be a cover. Should not be a cover. You know what's funny? We're what as we're watching so we're watching the duel with Caleb and he's like, the takedown should be one in overtime. You shouldn't get to win by three. It's like he was already ta- had heard our conversation. And was like, yeah, this yeah. Is craziest one is the craziest one is, and I think this might happen to Jack Sports, but No Mulvaney had one in overtime against um, the Army kid, but it must have been to his back. He said it said nine two, and I'm like, yeah. oh, whooped him, and it said sudden victory. I'm like, <laughs> wait, nine two sudden victory? It's so crazy. You can almost get a major. I suppose if you got a penalty point. Take down to the back, you get a major in overtime. Yeah. If I'm going to my back in overtime, I am going to give up a penalty point, too. It's going to be dirty. Just <laughs> grabbing like, the head like Technically, you can get a pin in overtime, too. Yeah, you, you can get the most yeah. team points. Yeah. I- I'm cool with it. So, yeah, Will <laughs> Will wins. Um, Will Wilcox was that, right there, though. That but, was actually double overtime. That wasn't even regular yeah, that was overtime. Tie-breakers. That was double True. overtime. He got an escape and a takedown in the 30-second window, which is crazy. Yeah, because he was about to lose, right? He was in trouble, and then he's like, all right, let me score. And he immediately scored. Yes. That has to be yes. something that has yes. just like so Sean Bormet just punching the air. Or maybe Tyler. I don't know. Well, yes. the, thing, the thing with Will is um, I feel like he can, get, he can escape super fast. Yeah. At NCAAs two years ago, he needed an escape with one second to win a match in like the second round, and he did it. Like, he – has a really good sit out. So in ultimate tiebreakers, you usually favor him, but then Wilcox was able to get out in four seconds. Yeah. So that's yeah. where Will turned it on and got the takedown. He did. Man. Unacceptable. His, his behavior is unacceptable. <laughs> to stand around and not go for takedowns. Dude, if I was his coach, I would be like, Whatever. He's probably a likable person. I like you. I'm just not coaching anymore because you just don't do nothing. So I'm just going to stand here and sit here and do nothing. Here's the thing, though. Outside of Ben, like, we can all critique, but he's pretty good at what he does. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do something yeah, about nothing. it. He wins most <laughs> of the time. Listen, it's a style. Ben hates winners. Yeah. Yeah. What is it against? <laughs> what do you have against winning? What did, what place did he take at NCAAs last year? Eighth. Eighth. Mm, sounds like three losses to me. Sounds like an All-American <laughs> to me. Yeah. Sounds like a two-time NCAA uh, place winner. Yeah, two-time, going for his uh, third. Well, champ, okay. too. Maybe if he shot some more, he'd climb that podium a few steps higher. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe maybe, it would go maybe. worse. Did you ever think about that? What yeah, if that's a possibility. Thing, it's a possibility. It could go worse. It actually probably will go worse for a little bit of time before you start develop. When you develop new skills, it does go downhill for a little bit, which is why I know most people like struggle to develop new skills once they're already kind of skillful because they don't want to take that painful little down to go back up. Yeah. Uh, so that is why people stop. Well, I'll say it's too late. He just needs to. It's probably commit. too late. You're probably right. He needs to commit to the commit fully, which I believe he has. Sixty-five Bowman. <laughs> 
my gosh. He is so fun. I thought he had it, but then Bryce Hepner went and got it late. 12-10 thriller that got Ohio State injected some much-needed life after losing every match in the duel, essentially. I thought it was still a good showing from Bowman. Heck yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it's like if you're a Michigan, you're thinking if we put out Amin and he wins, you win the duel. Yeah, I don't know if Amin – I listen – I don't. I don't know if Amin wins a match. He's hit a rough patch this season, uh, but historically, he, he's. I know he lost, but he's probably the favorite there. I, I made him the favorite in the line. So, I mean, Bowman, he was up seven points. You just got to finish the match. You mm-hmm. know? He was. Yeah. What were your thoughts on that on that bout and Bo's performance, Ben? Yeah, I mean, after we talked, we talked about Cam Amin last week, where he wasn't maybe wasn't a hundred percent healthy. Um, and his lack of results. And, uh, man, but this feels like a duel. And maybe they thought by the time they got up by this much, they didn't need him anymore, that they were good. And, I mean, I think probably most people thought they were, that thought this result wasn't going to happen. But, yeah, they could have used him. Uh, fun from Bowman, but, he, yeah, he's got to close that one out. Does he look a little small, do you think, Tyler? Is is the thought that he's a, a 65 long-term, or could he go down? Uh, no, he's a, tall, he's a 65, 65 long-term. Yeah. Okay. I, I was bringing that up to uh, the guys while we were in Michigan because I don't know. Visually, Cam looks small to me, but um, at least, like at least same size to as Will. But talking to the people that he lifts with, they say he's way bigger. So some of those dense guys, yeah. you can't really tell. Uh, but but Bo, yeah. Bowman is a is a sixty five long term. Is your thought maybe seventy four? Yeah. Dang. He still yeah. looks and like a boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Significant weight cutting just is not. It's not effective in college wrestling. If you get to get off the scale an hour later and you're cutting a lot of weight, it's going to be long-term detrimental. It's yeah. two hours now. It's two hours now, so you should cut. That's I mean, you get quick. twice as much time, so you should cut twice as much weight just by the math. Shut up. Safely. Math. I'm sorry. I guess he wasn't a math major at Missouri. All right. I saw, I saw your tweet on this one, Christian Piles. What was it? Auto bottom. Wrong choice. Oh, my gosh. And I agree. Totally. I don't know what they were doing there. What, what do you think Michigan was just praying to the Lord above that, that Rocco Welsh was going to say in that third period? The last thing they want is that dude coming at him uh, on his feet another two minutes. He was all over him. He got yeah. a stall point. I, do, I don't understand it. And listen, do you know nothing of Shane Griffith's skill set? And I don't care how confident you are in Rocco underneath there. It's like, this guy's a... He is a different pedigree from the top position, and it, it and more than anything, it, that's his opportunity to win. That's his chance. You're already yeah. you're tied. You're tied right now. You don't if it was if you're down one, it's like okay, I, I guess I understand. Yeah, I don't know if it'd have been right, but you're tied. You don't have to go out. You're winning the hand fight. Like, what's more likely? The Shane Griffith's going to be feeling better at the end of the match, or or worse on his feet with the way you're pressuring. And he took bottom. And he was honestly never really that close to getting away either. No. And I listen, I'm not picking Ohio State. I'm not picking on anyone. I just think it's bad tactics. I don't understand it. You, I would not ever understand him going under Shane Griffith in that situation. And it's not Monday morning qu- quarterbacking. I've been talking about this a long time, and it didn't yeah. make sense then. And they put him under there, and it very nearly lost him the duel. Yeah, I, I I agree. There was another. I mean, honestly, Feldman at heavyweight also. Why yeah. is he going on bottom? 
yeah. just didn't make sense. Um, you know, he, he did get the stall point, which I actually disagreed with. Um, but yeah, I don't know why these guys feel need to go to bottom, especially the new scoring system with a three point takedown bottom and topper semi devalued. And so if you are not great on bottom, I don't understand why you're going down there. It just doesn't make sense. Dang. But Tyler, from my, a value perspective, it doesn't it. make sense. The, the one point doesn't make sense. It's a point. One yeah. point. I, I j- the- and to Shane Sparks, it's hard to get off bottom. <laughs> yes. Do you know how hard it is, Christian Piles? It's hard to get off bottom. Yes. And Griffith is really good there. And yes. listen, Rocco Welsh is a beast. And at NCAAs, I don't know how that match goes. It could, it could go differently. But r- right there... Shane Griffith is definitely licking his chops when 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 Rocco goes underneath there. So I, that was a surprising move, uh, and I think it cost Rocco a really big win. I'm not ready to say Shane Griffith wouldn't have gotten the takedown in the third period. I know Welsh had the advantage, sure. but well, that Shane Griffith I think also um, has a bit of that kind of winner in him, 100%. kind of that that gamer that dog in him, that dog in say. him. Some would say. Yeah. So I'm not ready to say going – I'm ready to say going to – choosing bottom was bad tactics. I'm not ready to say it cost him the match yet. Uh, okay. I will say I don't disagree that it's possible that Shane Griffith gets a take down. He's a national champion. But we had four minutes of information that said it was not a great matchup, and that was your true freshman's advantage. He had an advantage. There's true. no way you leave true. that four minutes and say, Rocco – does not have an advantage on the feet. And they left their position of advantage to go into, at best, unknown. At best, you don't know. You don't know if he can get away. But at worst is what, what we saw happen. That's it, my point. It might have been Michigan goggles for me, but to I only remember Shane getting in on Rocco's legs. I don't remember Rocco. I remember Rocco having really good pressure. Yes. And maybe feeling like he was suffocating Shane a little bit, but I don't remember him ever getting to a leg. Do yes. You? Well, he's not a super good leg attacker. Uh, he does have a decent, was it post high crotch to the yeah. his left side, I think. I'm right on that one. Um, but he does not shoot a lot, but his pressure is very strong. His go-behind is very strong, and he has really solid, solid defense. Yes, yes, agreed. But at the end of it, I would love to see that match again at Big Tens. I thought it was, you know, good match, great. Probably will, right? Yeah, you would think. I mean, 74, man. Well, and we can. What do you make of? We I, all got Kennedy wrong. Uh-huh. As Evan Ruth. That's right where I was wow. going to go. Y'all owe me an apology. I made it a pick 'em, and you poo pooed that a little bit. I'm going to be <laughs> the bigger did, man here. I'm going to be the bigger man here and absolutely not apologize for, for, <laughs> for that. Uh, <laughs> we were wrong. That being said, I, that being said, I I did take Ed Ruth too. And yeah, that's why. Uh yeah, we were way wrong on this. Uh, I I thought I had just side... been impressed with Kennedy this year. So far, I'm yeah. I'm now I'm I'm very impressed with with the job. He had a done. rough start. I'm trying to remember who did he wrestle in the beginning of that we were like. Well, the Gaetan match was crazy. Good. Is that it? Oh, he it's the one where he gasped. It's the one where he gasped, but you know the the background there was he got a, I don't know if his knee got scoped or he's coming off of an injury and had had very little mat time. And now, I mean, oh, we he, saw him gas for the first. I've never seen Patrick Kennedy gas, and he gassed against Gaetan. He still yeah. won. But yeah, he hadn't. Then, Go ahead. He got killed by Nico Incontrera right afterwards. Also, oh, he got yeah. majored. That was it. That's crazy. 
So, yeah. but now it's pretty clear that Iowa is not going to use Gabe Arnold, at least at 174 yeah. as a starter. Um, they may, I think he has two more duels he could use, Gabe Arnold. And well, I think it's shown too, Gabe might at this point might be a slight jump up, but it's no longer the significant jump we thought it was going to be at yeah. the beginning of the year. I still think Gabe Arnold probably does better at NCAs than Patrick Kennedy at 174. Oh, but, yeah, for sure. But also but, at this point now, you're giving a guy who's been in your ros- on your roster, yeah. uh, what, four, yeah. four years, five years? Yeah. Um, you're, you're giving yeah. him kind of his due, and you get Gabe yeah. a, a, you can get him a full competition year under his belt before going into Big Tens yeah. and NCAs. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, the other thing for, for, Gabe Arnold is, and I don't know why people don't like to look at this. To me, it's annoying because I've brought this up with some of my athletes and they've also ignored me. But it's like, uh, Staraki is probably going to be done, most likely. Makai's done. Shane's done. Mako's done. Lennox Wallach's done. Canigliaro, done. Adam Kemp, done. Like, all these guys are done. You you get the top 10 and you're like, oh, it's going to be Kay DeVos and Ed Ruth back. Yeah. Like, it gets a lot easier. Why not just wait the year? That's why Keegan's moving up. He's, t- <laughs> he's ducking <laughs> he, everyone. That he might hate, not get easier, actually. He hates tough <laughs> matches. He doesn't like it. That's why he's wrestling 65. Well, I mean, I'll tell you, Keegan's... What year was it now? Was it... It was one of the years I'm like, dude, you just should redshirt because he had it. So he wrestled the first year because it was the free year. And then he, I think it was the year after that. I'm like, why don't you use redshirt? Part of it is like, I know you're going to get better. Like, you, you're just getting better at such a rapid rate. And then it was like, I don't recall, it was like two or three top people were going to graduate that year, you know? So it was like, hey, what's the hurry? Why don't you just redshirt? And then, you know, and he said, nah, I don't want to want to wrestle. And he won. So <laughs> good on him, I guess, right? Good on him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So all right, we're, we're cruising through this match. Ryder Rogotsky looks, he looks really Oh my God. He looked so good, but then I was like, man, he might be a thing. And then I looked up his wrestle stat, and I was alarmed. <laughs> I did the he's same. He's a Space Mountainer. Oh, my. He's Space Mountain. He is absolutely he's, Space Mountain. Yeah. He's been Space, Space Mountain. Mountain. Yeah, high yeah. school career. Mm-hmm. Freaking Connor Mirasola got up 9-0 on him. At, we did the AWA Pinnacle Duel last year, and Connor got up 9-0. and got stepped over like gut wrench and got pinned. Thank <laughs> God. It. All right. This is, we need to oh, check in with He's very dangerous from bottom. I want to very check dangerous. in, check in with Tyler on this, because Tyler was was very uh, up. I don't want to say words. upset. He has words about <laughs> how eighty four played out. Tyler, well, it, they Big Ten Network played a replay of what happened on the first takedown that Rogatsky got. Uh, Jaden was in on a leg, and while Rogatsky was defending, he accidentally—I don't think it was on purpose at all—but mm. sounds like you might think it he was elbowed Jaden straight in the back of the head, and it obviously shook Jaden like. Back of the head hits, no joke. Um, and then they still gave him the takedown and then also let him have choice. So I just felt like that was not like a not a great start to the match, obviously. <laughs> getting getting quasi-concussed, <laughs> taken down, yeah. and giving up choice. That's not how they drew it up. Yes. I, I kind of am with you on the one perspective. Of, well, the injury happened before the takedown, so don't give him the takedown. But ultimately, I'm not sure – it's it's hard to say it would have gone differently because we don't know, but, but that could... is weird, right? Though when it goes when you go takedown and injury, because then it's you can get an escape and a takedown and be up seven nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, 
and that and, and Regazzi is the last person you want to be in a hole against because he'll exploit the hell out of you, obviously. Yeah, yeah as we did. don't swear on the show. Sorry. <laughs> what the heck, bro? What you uh, uh, <laughs> he looked okay. Um, so Regazzi smashes, and you're like, okay, this is kind of happening, and now it's uh, Luke. Well, hold on. Can we stay, stay, stay on Regazzi oh, for stay one there. second? Yeah. Well, because Truax. I had a very close match with Jaden Bullock last week. I mean, it was very competitive. We were talking about did Bullock get the takedown? Were they out of bounds? Yeah. And now Rogotsky comes in and does this, and I did the same thing. I'm like, I don't think he's had that good a year, but I'm going to go check on WrestleStat, just like you did. And <laughs> he's got smashed by some dudes. Smashed. So it's like, what do you do if you're Ohio State? Do you use it? Do they have one more time? Can they use him against Truex this weekend? Think he's better than Shoemate. Is Hoffman just gone? Do you start Rogotsky just fully like what do you do there i would i would use him i think he's a i mean well one i do think he's their best guy at 84 um even the hoffman may be out anyways just for for injury but just based on what we've seen it, it feels like at least with Rogoski, you've got a you got a dice roll with him that he could he could you be some good guys roll. um yes which we were shooting dice this weekend <laughs> Me, JD, Tyler, we were up at Ollie's. We were shooting dice for for a while. Took all y'all's money. Yeah, yeah. JD was actually Spay. Spay I think. was the big winner. Spay was the I big think, winner. No, I think I, I upended Spay team. Well, he won the the Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he won the Royal Rumble too. Um, this it was quite a scene. Ben, you should have been there. But anyway, I think you go with the <laughs> dice roll of Rogatsky over over Shoemate or you know uh, Hoffman's not the same guy. Hoffman. Is he just done? Not wrestling? Like he's what's, done. What's the deal? He's injured. Oh, he's done. Oh, mm-hmm. James knows this. We got word. We, we got word that he's done. Okay, so you go Rogoski, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but maybe if you can preserve the decision before Big Tens, like use him in another duel or so, I think that makes sense. Well, this weekend, Penn State Friday night, baby. I think you should use him. Use him. Yeah. Hey, that venue they have is so great for duels. Oh I my love god! I love what's happening in wrestling where it's. Um, these, I don't know, we'll say between four and 7,000 seat venues that just get really packed and full of excitement. Yes. I freaking love them. It, I completely agree. It's, it's so sweet. cool. It's a real, it, yeah, so Cavelli cool. Center is definitely one of the, the, the sweetest, best. I mean, kind of Penn State sort of got it started. I, I'm not going to say they had people starting thinking about smaller venues, super intense and loud, but um, everyone is trying to replicate that atmosphere. And yes. I thought it was, it was man when he got that takedown, it was insane. Feldman, so Geog beats uh, Rogers. Pretty not not a super competitive match, and then it comes down to heavyweight. Mm-hmm. And man, Feldman is just so good on his reattack go behind stuff, and that's how he gets yeah. the takedown at the end. Well, I Did, thought, you know, I thought Davison got a little lazy in the first period on that finish in the beginning, and he, you know, he would have had it if there was two or three more seconds. Um, but yeah. I just, and then there was another scramble he got in where I thought maybe he could have got one. And I think he was just, I don't know, kind of a little, I don't want to say complacent. I don't know what the word is. He wasn't, he wasn't on point enough to actually get it. Maybe he was underestimating Feldman. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not, I don't know. How do we feel about that stalling where Davison was behind him and they run out of bounds? Oh, he's yeah. on top. I hate it. Ben hates th- You love that stall call though. No, okay, well, here's why. This is To me, it is so easy to see, and I don't know why. I wish we could bring it up so we could watch it yeah. and play back. Okay, so I'll just, here's two people, right? 
Here's the person on bottom. Here's the person. For those just if listening, I'm on top, Ben is just holding his hands. He's <laughs> hands. Well, I don't know if I, I need, I, you know, I need two stick figures. Where I need like two little dummies. I should go get Ozzy's little toys or something. But <laughs> oh, if I'm going to push him, if I'm, if there, I can't stand up and push him. This doesn't work, right? So if I'm going to push him, I need to get my feet behind me and I need to drive this man out of bounds, right? Mm -hmm. So I hate the drive out of bounds. And generally, when you see that, the top person, they got their butt low, the shoulders in the mid to low back, the feet are behind them, and they're driving them. Does everyone understand what I'm talking yeah, about? I'm with I you. I hope you do. If, you painted if you a perfect picture. you don't understand, you're not watching enough wrestling, you don't understand enough We're talking wrestling. angles and levers here. Yeah. Angles Simple and levers, machines. okay. Mm -hmm. So if you watch that, Davison was not in that position. Feldman was generating the majority of the force going out of bounds. And so at that point, the bottom person does, in fact, have to chase the top person because if they try to pull them back, that's going to be weird. That's not going to go well, right? It's going to be super awkward. So as the top person, if someone starts moving forward on bottom, you have two choices. You can either follow them, right? Or you could do some type of tripping motion, which actually ends up pretty well when people do that. Davidson did not do it. He chose to just follow, in which case I did not think was stalling in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Because I didn't think yes. that was going to be your perspective because I thought you – in previous years, I don't think we talked about this season. You were like, it's if they always, push, if but they you were push. like, it's always the top guy. And it, it is 94% of the time is the top guy. I mean, well, because honestly, I tell my guy, if you're a bottom, okay, here's the deal. I use this example a lot. Can you guys do this for me? You guys, you guys are on set. Okay. You guys know the little game where if one person's walking down the hallway and the other person's walking behind them, they can kick their, as their foot gets light, they can kick their foot and kind of it's like them up a little bit. I was very familiar yeah, no, with that high school. Yes, of course. Okay, good. Can you do it? To, can you do it to Christian? Can we do this in slow motion? Can you? Put uh, it on I would camera? love to start walking. All right. Christian. All right, what are we doing? <laughs> Come on, Christian. You gotta oh, walk put him on camera. Me. Put him on camera. Put him on Hold camera. On. You, you guys talk me through this. Uh oh. Turn Look. Turn okay. So here's what. So I explained. As Christian's walking, JD knows it. Uh, Get him, JD. <laughs> Get him, JD. Walk. Walk. No, come oh, on, JD. Oh, oh he sucks. You suck, JD. You're terrible at this. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't know the drill. Oh my God! Sorry. All right. Well, no, you guys, you, you kick the right JD. foot. It hits the their uh, calf yes, or the back of their a, heel, and they fall over. So, yes, this is what. I'm, but you didn't do it right. I wanted you to get him. So I, I did as, my really as, want as, him to not return me okay. through the the bar. <laughs> so, my God! As two feet move, as two feet move, right? The back one steps up and becomes light. Do we all understand this? The back one steps up and becomes light because yes. it has to move forward. So as that foot becomes light, it takes almost no force for the top person to grab it, right? Mm. So this is why I tell you, don't move. If you're on bottom, don't move. Because as you're walking forward, one of your feet is always becoming light. And if the top person times it, they can get that foot without generating any force. Okay. Does that make sense or no? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the bottom person should not want to move. They should want to stay put because that makes them a solid, more defendable position. But Feldman was moving, and so he had Davidson had to follow. But it does not happen that way most of the time. All right, I'm with but you. But it got him a stall, so he actually played all it right. the time. Yeah, uh, the I mean the position we drill. If you guys want, we want youth wrestling tips here and at high school, honestly, is like most of the time as the top person is starting to clear hands, the top per, the top person will drop to the leg, right? As the yes. bottom and person is breaking heist. hands, they'll hit by. But if if that if weight if there is no weight on that inside leg, they're going to get the leg kind of easy, right? So you have to have some force and some weight on that leg as you're hip heisting. That way they can't 
they can't grab it simple. Like, so you should be kind of leaning into it, pressure over that a little bit yeah. as mm -hmm. opposed to away from it. Okay. So, sorry, I feel like I'm getting very technical and <laughs> maybe it's being lost. I, I feel like I need a teleprompter and I need to be able to draw angles. And, you, just you, know, need... you guys need to get me one of those so I could just draw it out here on this TV right here. <laughs> as long as you don't use a stupid podium, awesome. I think that would be a good trade-off. But right now, I think we just need some of uh, Ozzy's <laughs> Power Rangers, and then we'd be in good shape. Stupid podium. You know the one. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? All right, I don't know why you even brought this up, Christian. I don't, I don't know. What are you guys? What are you guys talking the about? The Pix podium. Oh my gosh, what is wrong? What, what happened to you? That's literally this? your favorite thing. Are we talking about this? <laughs> That's not a podium, Ben. There's a there's a cartoon. What are you talking about? This? There's a cartoon of us on a podium. Oh, podium. Oh. I think Ben was thinking of like a podium that like a president uses to. Yes, that's what I was. <laughs> okay. Yes. I was trying to figure out what they were talking about, Tyler. I couldn't figure yes. it out. Obviously, we talk about presidential I speak podiums ben a lot here. Better than you guys. That, I know. Normally, I'm like <laughs> translate. Normally, I know where he gets off the track, off the rails. Like I can say, oh, I see where he got there. But I that one, I was a little confused. But anyway, okay. yeah, just get some of Ozzy's Power Rangers. Okay, uh, what else on the Davison-Feldman? I mean, it was electric when he got that takedown. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, yeah, so I don't know that he beats him again, but Davison, absolutely, on his feet, can hang with the best guys. I'm actually curious to see how he does against Kirkwood because Kirkwood has kind of been killing everyone. So can Feldman stay in the match? And then he's not great on bottom. I mean, he got ridden out the whole minute. And Kirkwood kind of has a nice tilt, so... You know, is this one going to be competitive or is Kirkfleet going to blow him out? I don't see it be competitive. Kirkfleet, I, Kirkfleet's been really good on his feet, too. Yeah, <clears throat> I think Feldman's struggled with big guys, and Kirkfleet is not only huge, he's also moves super well. They should not go under this man. That would be they a bad be. idea. This is free advice from a bad wrestler yeah. that you should not go under. <laughs> Nick Feldman should not go under Greg Kirkfleet. Not if there's a fire, nothing. Don't do it. <laughs> no, there's a fire. No, nope. nothing. No, there's yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, scenario. honestly, so your your best your best bet in this match is to just hand fight hard, move well, right? Don't choose bottom. Keep it close and try to get a takedown at the yes. end. Would be the strategy to win this match. Don't shoot in the first period. Yes. Uh, yeah. Hundred percent. Let it let it come down to. And Kirkfleet will, and he's so athletic, he gets that. He will kind of shoot from a little too far out sometimes. Yes. And lots of times he's so powerful and athletic that he gets it. But I like when I watch the range, I'm like, ooh, he shouldn't be shooting from that far out. And then he, he freaking covers the distance and gets there. Yeah. Somehow. He's got long arms and he's quick. and Yeah. Yes. I feel like he does. He used to get run behind a little bit more, but I yeah. can't think. I mean, he's undefeated this year. I'm not sure if he's yes. given up a takedown yet. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. Okay. We talked to going into that Feldman-Kirkley match. I think it was Kozak that brought it up in the office, just how Feldman hasn't – like, he does well against guys his size, right? And Lucas yeah. is not, like, a huge heavyweight. So yep. I was nervous going into that match, and I see why. <laughs> yeah. Good performance for, for Feldman. Uh, I, I did think it was mm -hmm. a decent matchup. What did we say on the picks for that one? Davison was um, a da, 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 let me four and a up. half. Four and a half. Oh, for I hope I took Feldman. We all went Feldman. Yeah. We all Feldman. That was so easy. Okay. We all went. You guys, hey, I'm mad at you. I wanted to pick Ohio State, and I did, in fact, pick Ohio State on the team. 
And my reason was just like Michigan sometimes, and I didn't know it was going to be a forfeit, Has bad but skin. they did at 65 also. They sometimes don't have a great backup where if they're missing someone, it can sway the team thing a lot. Um, I wish I wouldn't have let you guys talk me out of that one. <laughs> I didn't try. Listen, I don't try to convince you of anything. If I was no, on the show, I probably would have. But... Yeah, he would have. He would have talked you out of it. <laughs> okay. Um, do we want to talk about these, the two near upsets, or do we want to just? I don't know if we want to talk through every duel in this level of granularity. Yeah, um, I was actually funny enough. I was just scrolling down our picks. Uh, Ruth Edmund, uh, Edmund Ruth, and Patrick Henry. We already talked about that one. Plot versus Kekaisen was kind of fun. Um, Parker's learned how to cradle people. He cradled them twice. He got two swipes on one, but then they waved it off on a challenge, which I didn't really love. Um, but he looked really good against us in plot. And then Plot looked, which I picked Feldman like a dummy. Feld Plot camp. killed Feldman Feld so uh, Feld, sorry, Feld Camp felt so bad. It was like holy moly. Dude, he was the only one that took Plot. Brutal matchup there. Um, that yes. maybe we should have realized that he would have that big of an advantage on his feet. So much more athletic. Was able to get in consistently. And finish yeah. with little JD. issue, which great, great pick, JD. A great pick by JD. Thank you, thank you. It enabled him to tie me, um, pulling within no closer <laughs> than he was the previous week. I'm running down Ben. No, I'm pretty a, sure I'm beating at, you this at year. A, at a breakneck, we deter listen. Ooh, last uh, week on the show, you said recall. you were down by like four, and then no, we tied I don't the know thing the totals. JD, I, I think, and especially so. if we like uh, do the testing where you take out your worst score. If you take out my worst week, where I went zero and six, why would oh, I'm whooping you? Well, let me do That's that, too. <laughs> okay, it's not going to be as bad as 0-6. Yeah, yes, it won't be that You're bad. right. I would never do that bad in any week ever in the history. Right, you consistently just do worse than me. No. You're losing. Hold on. <laughs> we did this on the last, the very last show. I don't think no, we did. Point, JD's point, if he takes out his worst week, which is worse than anyone's worst yeah. week. My then, percentage is I mean, much higher than you. Yes. Okay, yeah. Is if you take wrong? out the bad weeks, you look better. I'm... There's I no said week, not weeks. There's no denying that. There's no denying that math. Uh, okay. All right. Oh, Oklahoma so, State uh, now owns two-thirds of Iowa. Yeah, they did. What is that? Oh, because they beat two of them. Oh, that's funny. Iowa they goes actually there February 25th, which is going to be a fun duel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no Chittum, um, which obviously that wouldn't have been able to make the difference fully because if they – uh, win that match instead of lose that match, then they still lose by three points. So that wouldn't have made all the difference. The surprise, I think the match that caught us most off guard, I think us collectively as pickers, was Echemendia versus Jameson, where Ooh. we kind of had, we were all feeling pretty good about an Echemendia cover. And I think that was my lock. <laughs> yeah, that was your lock. And I mean, Jameson. Well, I guess the, the surprise in that is that Echemendia really didn't have many chances to score. He didn't get in much mm -hmm. at all. No, I no, I disagree, Christian. There was two multiple times he got to a single leg on, I believe, on uh, his his right leg. Uh, Spratt, not Spratley. Jameson's right leg and just wasn't able to climb up and finish it. Maybe I'm wrong. And if you remember, Spratt, uh, oh God, I keep calling Spratley. Jameson didn't get to Echemendia's legs till overtime. And when he got to his leg, he scored on it. But he didn't actually get to a, like a, a locked shot prior to then, whereas Echemendia was in on his leg multiple times and wasn't able to convert. Yeah. And that was actually, I mean, honestly, that's kind of, if I'm Iowa State's coaching staff, that's what I'm going back on because 
Terrakinia was in deep on Spratly, and if he finishes that mm-hmm. match, that match might be different. Same thing with uh, 41 and then 49. Swiderski won, but he was in on Alvarez's legs so many times and wasn't able to finish. So there's a few different matches. And then maybe even 74 also, somewhere in there where they, they could have definitely finished more shots and it would have helped them win more matches for sure. Give Swiderski a pass first weekend back and Alvarez is just tough for everyone to finish on. He is. I thought that's, looked, that's true. Yeah, I thought he looked good. all right. Yeah. He did. He looked good. But I mean he was in on the legs probably seven times and scored two, something something mm-hmm. like that. Like his finish rate wasn't super high and but you're 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 right, Christian. Uh Alvarez is tricky and tough to score on. Yeah. Uh back to the plot Kekheisen match. You know, I, I kind of caught the end of it and then I went and re rewatched it later. But Plot had the lead 5-4 in the third period. And then Kekheisen was able to get two late takedowns to make the match look less close than it really was. But, yes, man, it's – I don't know why. I, I just didn't think we would be saying, yeah, Plot is like kind of the hands-down number two guy right now. But it seems like he probably is. I don't think know. He probably is. I mean, I mean uh, Bernie and Parker's match know, was super close. Yeah. At the All-Star. Yeah. Closer than yeah, this, so in my opinion. I know yeah, that one was officiated uh, weird with the, with the stallings and everything, but you could also, yes, the Plotkite guys in the match was super close this weekend, but you could also look at it. Didn't Plot get his takedown early in the first? And then after that, um, how close did he come to no, getting the takedown? I thought he got a takedown Parker late. got the first one. He I did. think Parker got the first I'm one. That. And then he got the second one, and then Parker got the third and the fourth take. Correct. Okay. I remember but Parker also almost they had the two swipes on the back points that they wiped off uh which I I did not think was correct um so yeah I think there's Parker's uh I don't know I'm putting him as tier one island because he's just yeah. beating everybody and I think tier two these guys are all close plot Pinto Munoz Truex yes maybe even Salazar but then the other guy uh you know unfortunately their whole team looked great yesterday I, I feel like it was Cornell's best showing of the season but Foca looked really good kind of beat up on Clayton and Clayton's had a great year so far. And we've all Foca has shown the ability to wrestle with the best guys previously. He's kind of had some down times as well. But I mean if he shows his best performance to NCAs, I think he can compete with any of those guys also. I'm with you. When when he moved up to eighty four, I was like, this is a guy I absolutely could could win, could absolutely make the NCAA finals. I could see yes. him going with the Munoz, going with the Truex, going with Parker. Mm-hmm. And then Vegas happens. You're like, whoops, bad read, way off. But yes. these things happen, man. Wrestling's weird, and everything's so much closer now than it used to be. Normally, like, yes. a bad tournament is just, like, sort of disqualifies you from, you know, kind of the perception. Mm-hmm. But anymore, it's just like, man, if you're down a little bit, if you're, like, at 90%, you can get killed by some guys that are ranked, you know, outside the top 10. I think that's a little bit what happened with Chris. Yeah. But yeah, he did look so good and dynamic and yeah, I I'm with you. I don't think you can take him out of that consideration either. But one thing I didn't think I would was going to say this year is that Parker is just far and away the number one guy Island kind of guy. And I think that's where you have to be right now with him. Yes. I would agree. He's he's really got a lot of ways to score, so it's hard to shut him down. Um, he's getting better on top. He ne- he never gets ridden by anybody. So, um, yeah, he's he's looking really good. Yeah. Hey, what's with the the bullhorns thing he does? 
I don't, you know what? I tried grilling them on that one time. There was someone, I, it was someone on their team just did it as a thing one time and then it like stuck. And I don't recall what the, exactly the back, it's something like that. Like someone just said it and then it just stuck and then everyone used it. And it doesn't make any sense because they're the Panthers, uh, <laughs> not anything to do with any type of horns. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I know. Weird, right? All right. We got to the bottom of that. He's, he's going to yeah. be one of my favorite guys to watch wrestle this year too. He just brings the energy, man. Really does. Yeah. Seven minutes. He tries to score. He kind of, I think we talked, we've gassed up Parker a lot on this show, I think. But, like, and you said it and made me think about it. I think you said it at Vegas. Like, Parker wrestles like that, like the guy that every coach tells you to wrestle. Yes. Like, like wrestle hard, try to <laughs> score the whole time. He really does. And he's mm. got the bruising sort of pace and, like, physicality about him. But he's, yeah. he's really slick and quick to the leg and. Got a lot of ways to score. Mm -hmm. He's a complete package, that's for sure. Yes. That was you know, a, he's leaving himself vulnerable, though, for horns down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> At which point, he, they can if they if he complains, then every team will cower. Because if someone goes... You Did see you see B, the BYU BYU, thing? which, you know, BYU, they, that is a pretty aggressive for them. They're, they're a nice bunch of guys and gals. They, Men. Got, they got in trouble for a horns down sign. Probably all 25 plus. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. Back to uh, Iowa State, Oklahoma State. Um, so Oklahoma State and Mizzou this weekend. So Mizzou's Ooh. coming off of which I'm sure we're going to talk about their loss, unfortunately. Um, Oklahoma State is just winning all these close matches. You know, uh, we talked about their match with Oregon State last weekend where I think they had six or seven one-point wins. Uh, they win the overtime match at 41, the close match at 25. Um and just get it done in this duel. You know the other one, I guess, which is it's funny because we probably won't want to talk about this one. Um, Ninety-seven, uh, he got killed by Jersey Rob, which I don't think Jersey Rob is the permanent starter or anything. No. But Jersey Rob is like a solid high school wrestler, but not like a number one recruiter or anything. He is beat up on. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting his Broderson? name right now. Help me out. We're talking about Jersey Broderson, Rob yes. versus Julian Broderson right now. Um, yeah. Yes, that did happen. Yeah. That's not surprising. Cerber that is, was surprising. Cerber is still hurt. Um, if he comes back, they could be real. But at this point now, it's January. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, Jersey Rob is one in three against Division One opponents. So, I. And he's an eighty-four pounder. I was pounder. shocked by that result. I'm pretty and sure he's an eighty-four pounder. Yeah. Maybe he's been wrestling at the wrong yeah. weight class. That's. Possible Oklahoma State is known to make people cut too much weight. Um, the other one that was crazy, did you see did you guys see Braden Thompson, MJ Gaitan when he picked him up? Yeah, I did see that. My my first thought was out of bounds for sure, but then when I watched it again, it's a cylinder, it goes up <laughs> and infinity. Like Thompson like puts his foot backwards in like he wants to stay. In, I mean, I'm sure his accent, right? But it was like he wanted to stay in the cylinder. He puts his foot and it's very, very clearly in in the cylinder and so that keeps him in balance and then Gaetan gets the takedown i i don't know that it was definitive that it was still in oh, the really? cylinder i i i watched it a bunch of times too it's i am open to the possibility that it was in and out um but yeah it was him th he was thinking defensively like how i need to keep my feet back whereas if he just like brought his yeah. heels in it would have been clearly out of balance and he wouldn't have given up the takedown yeah. but like the tactics of defense versus the tactics of where you are in the match, like sometimes they conflict with one another.
But yeah, that was a weird one. Did you see Younger versus Heinzelman? That takedown he got, Ben? Picked him up and threw him down. Ben? Sorry, I uh, the producer was talking to me, so I didn't oh, hear anything. Gotcha. Right there. Gotcha. I was just asking if you saw the Younger takedown against that Heinzelman. That screenshot you posted was so funny. You know what? I actually didn't see it because I went to Shane Gillis on Saturday night, so I, I turned it off after Plot versus Feldkamp. You did? You were... Where did you see Shane Gillis? He was in Wisconsin? He was in Milwaukee. He yeah, moved Milwaukee. to Austin. You know that? Shane Gillis did. I mean, Austin's a great place to live. When, when really are you coming, there. bro? I'm coming No, two that's weeks? not what I mean. Uproot your entire family and <laughs> oh, move here. Moving. When Texas secedes from the Union, uh, that's what I'm moving Okay, done. <laughs> done. It's done. <laughs> um, when they love freedom and they make Bitcoin the currency of their new, uh, okay. new country, I'm in. All right, now we're getting, now we're getting to fantasy. What? What? Fine. fantasy land here. We'll kick CP out then. CP, if he doesn't <laughs> like it, he ain't welcome. He's gone. I didn't say that. I'm just, you know, okay. thinking pragmatically. Okay, All fine. Right, fair enough. We don't want you anyway. <laughs> All right, what? We haven't talked about a high schooler beating uh, the number one ranked wrestler in America. We also yet. haven't talked about Keegan almost losing, which I thought you would bring up already. Well, there's a lot. There's uh, frankly a lot to get to. Let's talk about that. Peyton Hall comes out, gets two takedowns against yeah. Keegan O'Toole. It's yeah. looking dire, and then Keegan just gets the he dug deep. The, got it done. He did dig deep. He dug deep in both his matches, in my opinion. He almost he, got got with absolutely. the locked hands. He, oh yes, he did. Which was not. Oh, yeah. I didn't think it locked wasn't hands. a lock. No, it was close. But he gets yeah. the taken. What were your thoughts on that performance? Peyton Hall has um, wrestled him tough in the past. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, I don't make excuses for him, but it was, maybe not his best performance uh, for a couple of reasons, and he'll be back and have better performances in the future. But he, like a champion, he showed up and he figured out a way to get it done. The yeah. entire Missouri team did not have their best performance this weekend, and I think I was talking a bit yeah. a bit on the last show when you see an entire team or. 70 plus percent of a team not have their wrestle to the level we all agree they're capable of. That's generally a sign of, you know, sickness going through the team, uh, a weird training cycle, mm -hmm. yeah. whatever, travel getting messed up and they couldn't cut their weight the night before. Finals week. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so hopefully, hopefully Mizzou has a nice bounce back against uh, Oklahoma State this week. Um, but, I mean, if we're going to go to that, I actually thought, besides probably besides Unger and Vito, the first two matches, Cornell's guys, like Meyer looked better than he has all year. Mm -hmm. um, I think Focus looked better than he has all year. So their guys kind of wrestled really well. I was so, I was most surprised by the Elam Cardenas match. I really yeah, felt like I, I had a good read on that. <clears throat> and wrong, big wrong. Cardenas kind of nuts. I mean, I feel like Elam, was he even close to at any point? Not really. It no. didn't seem like it. Yeah. And man, I, I mean, Cardenas I, is really athletic. You got to be able to, like, push a little harder against him. That's kind of what Michael Beard did when we talked about that match a couple weeks ago. Yes. And then, so let's talk about the, the Julian's up 4-0. He hits a beautiful duck under. Goes up 4-0 mm. in the second. And at that point, it, it's pretty nerve-wracking. And then as soon as Keegan gets that takedown and ride out in the second, you're like, all right, back to regularly scheduled program. But I did not anticipate him being able to pour it on enough to get the major. 
Yeah, I did not see that either. I mean, he does, he has strong pressure. Um, and it's kind of like, it's subtle, so you don't recognize the pressure. But then obviously, you know, Ramirez felt it in the third and was just, you know, kind of took a dump in the third. Took a dump. Great line by me, six and a half points. Great pick by me, picking Great Keegan baby. to cover. Uh, I, I think Ben and I said it last show. Keegan, uh, you can tell, is really pushing for, for bonus points this year. Um, I'm surely thinking about Hodge Trophy. Yeah, Hodge yes, is going to be interesting. It's Man, he's got such a gauntlet to run. I've been thinking about this 65 seeding. It's going to get it's going to be weird. I think there's a really good chance that Carr and Keegan are on the same side. Um but if well, obviously they're going to wrestle at the dual meet in the conference. Yes. So because of that. So, uh, okay, if if Keegan runs the table, then he's the one. Yep. And then yep. Mitchell's the two. And Ramirez very likely the You're three. assuming Mitchell oh, goes undefeated and wins. Well, yeah, tenths. yeah. Everything's an assumption. They could all be. They could well, be. You know, outside the top ten seed. But yes. so in the big in the Big Ten, you're going to have Hamidi, Caliendo, Mitchell, Amin, and Fish. That's that's number five, six, seven, eight, and and ten. And then in the Big Twelve, you're going to have Keegan, Carr, Olejnik, one, two, three, and then number nine, Peyton Hall. So you kind of have like two groupings of four guys. Ramirez, uh, the next guy in EIWA is who is probably Noel Mulvaney, actually, at yeah. 15. So it's kind of a big, decent drop there. Yeah. So yeah. what I'm trying to say is if Keegan beats Carr twice, I think that's going to bump Carr to the four. Very likely. Because okay. he'll have the Ramirez loss. and two, Which is kind of – oh, yes. And then – right. Or if they split – then I think it's likely Mitchell goes undefeated, and there's a good chance they could be on the on the same side down below. Or like two and three, they could be two and three, bumping Ramirez up. Or you could have Carr gets shot up to the to the four against Mitchell. That's possible. But I think there's a, a lot of scenarios that point to Keegan and David being on the same side of NCAs. Yeah, let's just uh, you know wait a month and then talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. <laughs> uh, so funny you love dawson's creek okay uh i actually so, never watched that show i hope you didn't either no i didn't watch it he actually told me he did i love it <laughs> no, i've never I've never, seen, I've never seen it uh, but but so certain comes out he gets the mixer on hunger you're like all right this is looking good cade moore is with up. a broken neck with oh my god what is up i don't know <laughs> I didn't see that match, but we had people in chat talking about Noah Certain's neck brace. He's you... wearing a full-on puffy neck brace. <laughs> Circa Brock, or not Brock Mahler, uh, Grant Lee. Nah, Grant Lee. 2015. Lee, yes. Or 16. He wore it for several. He wore it for a couple decades. Grant Lee was in college a long time. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> Listen. I got no, I got no defense for that. I can't imagine it does anything. I, I remember giving Grant Lee the hard time about it. And I remember him saying it actually does something. I still don't know if I believe him. <laughs> it just doesn't look like it does. I wonder if it's got to make it harder for like to stuff head, no? Because your like head literally, your chin literally can't go all the way down to your chest. But then wouldn't it be choking you? It's just, uh, yeah. it's just like a, I mean, in the same way a turtleneck chokes. Well, no, you. because. To choke, don't you What's have to? thicker than a turtleneck. You have to go. You have to go like chin to your chest to like really start to to choke, right? But if your chin can only yeah, go down an like inch, a, if there's like a thick pad there. Is, isn't it going to compress? 
I mean, it's surely it's not hard enough to not be able to compress. Like it's got to compress like onto that part of your neck if you're squeezing there. Maybe. I don't know, man. All I know is it's funny. To, I mean, I say funny. No, it is funny to see someone wearing a puppy neck Seriously. neck brace. I don't know why it's funnier than a giant knee brace. Which Pat McKee, he switched out his knee brace. It's it's black now, but it's still just as audacious looking. It's still got the backwards. <laughs> he let us down. He did. You were you were full on Pat McKee's back. Seriously. He's da, 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 and then boom gets taken down. Let us down. It's one twenty five, wow. baby. One twenty five. Yeah. It to, to ride the roller coaster. That, to pretend that we have any read on any of these is just, uh, yeah, 125. Not good. But, yeah, what were your thoughts on the veto? Cade Moore, he's got something, man. He is tough. Uh, he's, he's got he's some tough. weird feel. You know, um, I actually didn't think it was two and four, that first sequence. I watched it multiple times. And I know college refs, they're, they're actually they're really good. They're mm-hmm. in position quick, right? But – I just couldn't figure out how he got four, four, four swipes on that one. He must have been speed swiping or something. Um, I thought it was like a two and two type situation. Um, you know, Cade Moore was able to hang on through the whole second period, not give up a takedown, and beat him. He had some injury issues, or I think that's what was going on. Maybe yeah. elbow or something to that effect. Yeah, it was interesting. Kind of nondescript then, sort of stoppage, like elbow or yeah. stinger. I don't. I couldn't get a full read on what it was, but. Yeah, it kind of looked like an elbow to me is what it looked like. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, Vito gets two takedowns, like, back-to-back in the third period, like, really, really quickly. It's one of those things where, and this is what I told Conor Mirasolo when he was able to beat Max Dean. Um, you know, he was kind of smoking him. He was up 5-0. But winners aren't going to give up. Mm-hmm. Winners are just going to keep coming at you. They're just gonna, And that's what Vito did. Vito just kept coming at him. Vito's not like, oh, I guess I'm just going to lose this one to this young guy like, no he's gonna keep coming at you you know and so he just kept coming till he got what he wanted and then he, you know he wrote out the third period and won the match so that's what that's what guys like that do winners win he got two takedowns yes. in like six seconds it was fast he got it kicked and immediately got the one immediately in just like you drill it and then wrote him out and got it done it looked bad i was like because he was down big and then he had the injury time Right before he, he had yes. started mounting his comeback. So at that point you're yes. like, This is not gonna be this is not gonna be good. And then Yeah. Champions find a way and he is a champion. Yep. But Yes. So you guys are cool with one point matches when Vito does it, but not when Will <laughs> does it. That's what I'm gathering here. Yeah, it is kind of hypocritical. A little more action. Then. Tiny bit, tiny <laughs> a, bit more action. A little action. more action. It's, well, I you would say that, Ben. To the untrained eye, it does look like there is more action in those matches. But to the <laughs> to those of us that understand it at a higher level, yeah. it's sort of clear. And I don't know why Christian's uh, saying us. I'm I'm saying me. <laughs> I think you know. I'm why. not grouping Christian in with myself. That's <laughs> too funny. Okay. Uh, um, what else? You know, at 40, 41, Edmund was doing all right and he he got a takedown on third i don't think they should have chose bottom after the injury time yeah because it was because you remember cornell had 55 seconds ride time so they choose bottom and then cornell gets up to you know a minute and 10 and yes edmund does get the escape but you're essentially swapping one point it's like one point is one point right and you're wasting you're wasting yeah 15 or 17 seconds or whatever when you could have been going for a takedown and then like he almost gets the takedown at the end it's like well if you had, had 17 more seconds you probably would have got it yeah how did you feel about not calling the takedown for edmund but calling the takedown for canelo with reaction in i thought they regards were right. to reaction time. i thought they got the calls right 
Yeah, I think they were kind of right, unfortunately. Yeah. It was close. You know the one that was infuriating? It was because, and it was. It wasn't because the refereeing, but it was because Edmund would make the adjustment. Did you guys watch Edmund versus Titus on? Oh Friday my night? gosh, this was oh so god. crazy! Oh my god, Titus, he wasn't passing the leg. He was just like front. He just kept rolling. It's that Nolf roll. It's a Nolf roll that Nolf started against. On the, I don't when know they have a double. It was a single, but it was Correct. a single. He does it. Titus does it from everywhere. He spammed it. And he could he not take him. him down. He got it like five times. It was, it was infuriating. I gotta go back and rewatch this. I didn't oh, see this it. match was crazy. It oh was crazy. Oh, my God. And then I actually, uh, I, I didn't love the takedown call for Titus in overtime. But uh, now I feel, I feel like I gotta, I watched so much wrestling this weekend. I feel like I gotta go rewatch it before I comment on exactly why I didn't like it. But, uh, dude, that match, <laughs> the match was so frustrating. Oh, man, because Edmund got in places where he should score, like, I don't know, six, seven, eight times, and he just kept freaking getting rolled through and not scoring. Yeah, it was funny. Um, okay, so Titus, that that was a wild match. Yeah, he didn't adjust there. Uh, so oh, but yeah, we were on Cor – sorry, Cornella and Edmund. Uh, Edmund, I was going to – but, they, you know, Mizzou, uh, this, they – I don't and I don't know. I don't have any inside information. I didn't ask, but um, – you know, Joffrey is their normal starter at four nine. He actually had, he lost to Waters, but it was a tough match on Friday night. And Waters is really good. Um, and they start Seltzer, who Seltzer has been at thirty three most of the year, and he has he has bumped up to forty one recently. But Seltzer, you know, lost that match, and that's a match where if they if they Joffrey's in and they win, then they win the duel. So maybe we're feeling a little bit different about it. Yeah, maybe. if they, I mean, there's a lot of little. Shoulda, woulda's, but yeah, yes. not having Joffrey definitely hurt. That was undeniable. Big time. Talk about Meyer Shapiro's performance. Ben, is he back? Dude, he looked good. He looks so, so good. Man. The, yes. the duck he hit on him where Mahler Dumb. had his right wrist and then he faked arm drag to that side and went opposite side. You can screenshot it at one point and it's so funny because he's almost like doing a splits and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden Mahler just basically fell on his face behind him. Yeah. That was, I mean, you know, I, I guess that kind of take, I don't say it takes us back, but, um, you know, I mean, Christian, you were calling for a uh, Meyer national title at the beginning of the year. And I, I, I don't think I was as uh, aggressive as you about no. it, but I'm like, yeah, he's, he's probably right. Like, you know, like there's a definite chance of it. And then obviously because of some performances or expectat expectations of it have been tempered. And while I'm still not, um, probably where I was in the preseason after that performance. I'm like, well, if he wrestles like that, he could probably go with anybody. So I feel with Meyer, like, I think duels suit him, gear up, one match, one focus. He's going to be yes. really tough to beat in that scenario every single time. The yes. question is going to come, you got to string five of them back to back. And, you know, and from, round, from round two on, it's going to be really, really tough. Yes. So that's yeah. that's the next test for him and i'm not you we're not going to see him really tested tested like that until ncaa's again right his mm -hmm. gas tank was uh a cause of concern for me but he looked he went the full seven minutes yeah, uh, he, against yes, Mahler. so now can he do that when it's when it's a tight one-to-one -one match mm -hmm. that's maybe a different question but he it, the gas tank is less of a question now for sure i Part of me feels like he shouldn't be in that many. I mean, it's going to happen, right? I'm he gets in, a, but he gets in enough exchanges that he won't be in like a, a yes. one to one type match. Yeah, yeah. I, yes. 
it just seems like he can get in seven minutes he can get two takedowns on just about everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he hasn't. I'm not saying he has, but it seems mm-hmm. like when he's going, he can attack at such a high rate. Yeah, I'm, he, he's got a lot of weapons at his disposal. I never sold any stock. I bought it maybe too early. If I you didn't... sold the stock, don't no, lie. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, You're I didn't gonna buy... say you had diamond hands, but you took a step back on him for sure. I for I sure. would love to be able to just talk. I was just saying. <laughs> listen, <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm out in front. You guys don't get to. I, listen. No, 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 no. I was you not picked him after you he won a, after he won a world title. You didn't title. buy it. After he won a world title, that's not exactly buying the bottom. And he was yeah. like the number one oh, and the number one overall recruit. Yet, so let's not say you bought the bottom. I am yet to make my point because of the incessant interruptions. I was saying the bottom would have been after CKLV. So I didn't rebuy then, but I was high on him and I didn't get rid of any of my stock after Vegas. But I certainly was concerned about the probability of him winning a national oh, title. Christian. Listen. You can check my portfolio. You can talk to my listen, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler is a, was a finance major or something at Michigan. Economics. And, yeah. and he, economics, and he manages all my funds, and he can confirm to you right now. I didn't sell. I can confirm and, that he sold everything. That's <laughs> private. <laughs> yes, you're busted. That's private information. Well, you can tell only the good part. I didn't sell any. No, I bet didn't. there's some people in New York and Maryland that bought super low, though, and – Maybe no, not. That's definitely possible. Have yeah. more value than you. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, hey, Christian is like the total uh, distraction. You and that would have bought before the... you, before he was the number one overall recruit. Oh, I did. Hundred percent, I did. I've been out in front of this Meyer thing for a while. When he won cadet trials I do, in I remember I'll, I'll again you, when he made when he a one team. Seventeen U. He won seventeen U. We were like, damn, he's really good. Yes, 100%. I was like, that's the best kid in high school. I said it all along. He was never pound for pound number one. I said, to me, he's the best guy in high school. Yeah. Um, So, no, it's not true. It wasn't world world title related. One of the first events I did when I started my job here was who's number one. And I I, I didn't really watch any high school wrestling at all. At that point, I'd been not watching it for a while. And Meyer just, like, stunted. And I, I was like, this guy's legit. He's really good. He's really fun to watch. Uh, okay, so Meyer's back. That was oh. a big win. Ed, okay, Edmund Titus was so much fun. You guys should go watch, especially the overtime. He Even in the overtime, I think he spams the roll thing four times in just the overtime, not even the regulation. But then the, I remember the part I didn't like. So Titus wins two to two. And this was riding time. But, but Edmund gets to his feet, and Titus kind of has a seatbelt, but Edmund is facing him. And I thought it should have been an escape, and the ref did not award an escape. So, therefore, Titus won because he had more ride time. Yeah. There's a so, – the, the, uh, the timing of the – criteria win. The timing of escape being given is, is interesting. And it, it came up in the Caleb Smith-Eric Barnett match where Eric – turns and faces and he's just standing straight up and gets double legged immediately and so they don't give the uh they don't give the escape so when smith attacks yeah. in there they don't give the escape but it's one of those where i, I think it's the right call to not give the takedown there but it's really also, but it's also like the only reason he's not giving a takedown right now is because barnett cut lazily and didn't get in position and he let a guy it should be his fault th- that's what i'm saying but i also know Fact, like they had not given one, and until they give one, you can't be taken yeah. down. 
Yeah, I, so I, I, mean, I obviously agree with that statement. But I was watching a K-2 tournament yesterday, and something like that happened. Andy had her first tournament. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah? Uh, she she did not win a match, but, uh, you know, she was smiling. Wow. So we're all happy. Our, uh, our children have something <laughs> in common from this weekend, Ben. <laughs> so, but I saw one in a K-2-2 match where the it was just like Barnett Cables did, and the referee gave one and two. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I actually, I didn't say anything. I just kind of laughed about it. Uh, and it was like, okay, but these are K through two. So you got you to let them kind of like get set and whatnot, you know, because they yeah. don't really know what they're doing. But at the college level, I can't stand it when referees hold their one-point escape. Yeah. It's like, dude, these are college athletes. You've been let go. Get ready to not get taken down. Like, you know what the heck you're doing here. So I hated that that was not a one and then three scenario because you're a college athlete. You know, you know you've been let go. Get ready to, get ready to defend yourself. What would be the counter to if you're facing each other, it's an escape? Why would that be bad? What do you mean? Well, I'm saying, I mean, I'm, I'm basically agreeing with you. But like, all right, if, as you poke yeah. holes into what we saw there, when Barnett turns faced, they're not touching each other and he shoots in. What would be, why yeah. would that be a bad thing to say? Hey, that's just an escape. You know, even, yeah, and even, but even, even take a step back from that, Christian. Sometimes when these bottom guys, they do this like, really sneaky slow turns mm -hmm. they get a few extra seconds it's like no if the top guy let go of you call one it's you freaking face them yeah like you've been let go you've been let go defend yourself right yeah. so like that i hate that sneaky slow turn it's like no, why is referee waiting to give one point it's like you, we're, we're adults here you've been released that is an escape face him get in the defensive stance they are adults there's no denying that yeah I like dude like I, I mean, that could be gamed really easily if they're not facing you because you can just go optional and let go and take a step back and then, you know, double it. You should hustle off bottom. Yes, the bottom person ben, should hustle. I could take they you down. Go. I could take you well, down. Well, obviously, on, if you're on the bottom, you're on, you're on your feet, Christian. So, yeah. you, yes, you have to get your feet, right? But, yes, um, like once they let you go, maybe like a one count, boom. Then, yes, neutral, defend yourself. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I have two messages sure. from the chat I'd like to read. Okay. First one, okay. CP uh -oh. is a drive turkey. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> no lies wow. detected. Um, that's from Uncle Hef. Oh, he actually just retracted it. So it seems as though he didn't want you to see that, but I saw it before he retracted it. And then we got, so is 157 stronger or weaker this year? Just pretend that Andonian comes back fully healthy at ACC's. I say weaker. I think O'Connor and Humphreys beat anyone in the field, including Haynes. That's well, what uh, Ted Carrera says. Well, I could no. I would say yeah. Last year was probably stronger because it had Austin O'Connor in it. And is it is fifty seven deeper though? I don't know. I think fifty seven this year may be deeper with guys that could win. Like possibly. Cardenas has been pretty good this year. He beat Shapiro. Shapiro's up there too. Frantic looks great. Shapiro looks really good. Um, Rob, I mean, <laughs> Vegas Rob. Was incredible. Rob's going to come back. Rob's going to come back. And also, Ja'Cory Teamer, Chittum. Cody Chittum. No, 57 is better this year. I think it's way deeper. Ah, we just change your yeah, own Ja'Cory mind Teamer's like that. Back. Yeah, it's so, true. well, there's, there's, it's, it's all on how you look at it, right? The final boss versus. <laughs> always is. The final, yeah. The final boss. <laughs> That's a deep one. Of AOC versus the couple more really solid high A. Harder level to guys. win versus deeper. 57 versus last harder year to take third. Harder to win, harder to take third. There is a difference yep. there. Last year's harder to win because hey, Austin was better. Can I go? Can we go back for a second to the Caleb Smith and Barnett match? Please. 
Okay, because there's one there's one sequence that was there that I don't really like, and it, this sequence also happened in. Um, it's happened in a uh, what was the other match I was watching that I really uh, I don't remember. There are two there are two different sequences, but the same thing. So if I have two of your legs, right? Um, so in this case, Caleb Smith had two of his legs, and Barnett was in the crotch, but Caleb Smith was now covering the hips, right? So he had stepped over with his leg, mm-hmm. uh, and they actually initially called two, and they waved it on the challenge. And in the other match I was watching, same thing, double leg, and the, they have the hips covered all the way, right? So they're facing perpendicular, but the, the the defensive guy was hanging on to an ankle, like leaning out the mm-hmm. side, hang on to an ankle. Um, I feel like the refs would save themselves a whole bunch of hassle if they would just call that situation two, and I feel like it is two. If you have the hips covered, head is on the outside, and you have both legs, that is a takedown. I don't care if they're hanging in the crotch or grabbing the ankle. They don't have anything. They're hanging on for dear life. Call it two. Let's be done with it. And then the bottom person knows his job is no longer to hang on. It is to, in fact, escape. Especially when you juxtapose J.O. Stieber takedown, which we all know. But I watched Seriously, right? And Peterson, yes. Peterson, um, Peterson McKee, that's how. And you know, Pat McKee is really tough with that kind of head pinch situation, chest wrap. Yeah. So he, si- he sat on his butt. Hold on. He sat on his butt. Yep. Dean gets the takedown. He never gets his head to the outside or anything, right? But they yeah. give the three. And I'm not mad at I don't I'm not saying that shouldn't be three, but I don't understand how that's three. And you could be doubled and Caleb had the, the top leg scooped. And because Barnett just had a his, lock. His hips the, covered. Hips covered. Hips covered. Top leg scooped. Yeah. yeah. Or I think it was top. It might have been bottom. But the hips were covered. And that's not three. I I'm kind of with you, Ben. I think that it would be a lot easier and simpler. I don't think having a hold what of What was the damn match? Yeah, what was the match where the guy had the ankle? It was a big match this weekend. I, I'm playing what it was. But when, when they have the double leg and the hips covered, but the bottom guy has the ankle, you know? Mm-hmm. That's one where the top guy's kind of screwed because if they kind of take weight off the ankle, that's then they're going to get leg passed, right? So they can't do that. So they're kind of stuck, but they're like, well, I have both his legs and I have the hips covered, but I can't actually clear this ankle. It's kind of, I don't know if it's impossible, but it it kind of is from a technical perspective. It's not, you can't do it, right? So then you just have this like stupid hang on cling situation, or you force the guy who has the double leg to take some type of asinine risk, right? In which he's going to get leg passed or otherwise. So it's like, if you just call two, the bottom person then lets go of the ankle, then starts working off bottom and you have a progression that makes sense. And it doesn't make sense to 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 hold the takedown on that. I'm with you, I'm with you, dog. Yes. Okay. Right. There's still Dude. so much we haven't got to yet, boys. Do we want to talk about Maryland, Penn State? Oh yeah. Do you want to? What what's the what's the? Um, well, what's someone the in chat brought up. Uh, can we talk about Starachi's beef with uh, Maryland coach? Oh, you're not uh, you're not the only blowbag anymore. Apparently. Yeah, so. we got two blowbags. They both have Missouri Tigers. We still ties. don't know what blowbag means. <laughs> Um, I think this means blowhard. Um, yeah, so I went back. I, I I want Ben's perspective on this. So I know I have my opinion. I actually meant to go watch it this morning. I didn't watch it. So uh, and it wasn't a Big Ten Plus. I don't think. So I think it was I on Big Ten Network. Morning. It was network. Okay. It got uploaded right, to the I internet. I can find it real quick. If you watch to the end, um, via a pirate, via a pirate, you will see him playing video games right in the middle of the warm up line. <laughs> So it's some gamer that illegally like downloads and uploads these duels to YouTube, and then at the end of it, it's just him like streaming, twitching on, on, twitching on some <laughs> video game right at the end of the line. But 
The uh, well, I, I can just describe it instead of having you uh, yeah, wait for you to watch it. But go for it. Well, I don't know what the the genesis of the beef is, other than I, I think Coach Cunningham and Clemson are are not too friendly, and I think they're both. Clemson's obviously can be chippy, and I, I think Coach Cunningham can be to a degree too in the corner. And I don't know what what brought it to a head, but a lot was discussed about Carter Starachi's match against. Stein of Maryland, who is like, I think he's their second or third string guy, walk on. And he comes out and he's just taking him down, cut him. He's not making any attempt to, to turn him or anything. And then at one point, I think in the first period, it gets to the point where if Carter gets another takedown, it's a tech. And he hits a duck or he gets almost to a takedown. And then he kind of like shoves him off because he didn't want to get the tech. He wanted the pin. So he didn't give up a takedown. And then in the second period, he gets a near side cradle and pins him. So I don't know if Coach Clemson took exception to the fact that Carter didn't try to pin him right away. Like, um, maybe he thought he should have, but I don't know. I'm, bro, this is I'm, Big I'm, Ten I was about, That's my point. It's like, bro, come you, on, dude. This, I, if I see that Little League, I'm like, come on, bro. Just put, put this kid yes. away. Um, even in high school, I'm like, because, you know, there's kids – you, you talk yeah. them into Well, I, I did it in high school, and now I feel guilty about my former self. You do? Uh, <laughs> A little bit. Like, I mean, I know why I did it, and I actually think it probably helped me with, like, some long-term success because I learned how to just keep getting takedowns over and over even when I was, like, really exhausted, you know, because I was pushing myself hard. Um, but now when it's, like, one person is significantly better than the other person, they keep taking them down. It's like, uh, just, you know, maybe maybe hit a few and then put them away after that. Yeah, well, I mean, t to Carter's defense, I mean, that is what he did. He got four takedowns i think four or five takedowns. well no but carter this is obviously for them it's the this is the big 10 bro yeah, yeah. this is the, one of the highest levels of college wrestling like we're talking about the point zero one percent of all wrestlers very few make it to this level like you get your ass kicked get your ass kicked deal with it yeah i'm i i totally that that was kind of my perspective after watching the match because you know there are things that that can cross the line in terms of you know, if you're shoving off a guy or punking him, or, or there's things like, but man, if you're just running up the score and pinning a guy, I, this is kind of what I, I sort of feel like that's what you signed up for. Like, you wanted to walk onto a Big Ten school, that means you might get used. You're wrestling the Big Ten, that means you might get used against Penn State, and you might get used against a soon to be four time NCAA champion. Like, those, those are the yeah. breaks. I just think it's a, I, yeah, I don't, I don't have any issue with it what, whatsoever. Should I read Carter's tweet? I agree. Sure. <laughs> I think I read it. Uh, Carter said, blow bag. Coach Katie, Casey would fold that man like an accordion. I would have had to come over the top with a hook, though. I don't think that's good. <laughs> no, we don't fight. We wrestle, and then that's it. You know, say your, say your piece. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, coaches shouldn't fight. I don't think they were going to fight. But I, I think, Ben, you know how it is. If you're Well, Ben doesn't, but, you know. Some people lost. If you lose a lot and it's tough, you, you get a little, you know, it's easier to let the frustration spill over a little bit more if it's if it's yeah. not going your way. And if you feel like that's why I said you, I, I said this last week. The bottom of the Big Ten right now is rough, and so some of these teams are just taking butt kickings weekend yeah. after weekend. I mean, these duels between the best Big Ten teams and the not as good Big Ten teams, they are not competitive. They're not even slightly competitive. Yeah, you need to like, talk to not, like Sparks almost about none this. of the matches are competitive. The duels, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, there there really is a 
a growing kind of bottom half of the Big Ten that I, I think it's a combination of things. I think there's a team – got a team like Illinois that's redshirting a lot of really competitive wrestlers, and next year they're going to look a lot different. Um, but I'll say on the one hand, the job Minnesota is doing right now, when you consider – All the people that left. All the people that left. Consider who could yeah. be on their team right now and who isn't. I think they're getting a lot out of their guys. But, yeah, you're I right. You're, you're, you're right. It, it is down a little bit. But, you know, I think much ado about nothing with the, the Maryland-Penn State thing. Do you guys have another perspective? I, before we move nope. on. Agree. Uh, yeah, I didn't think it, it was too much, and I don't think it'll be a, a, really a, a thing between them moving forward or anything. But I love – Strictly from an entertainment perspective, Carter Sirachi. <laughs> he is so entertaining. Mm. Like, even this stuff, like, I love that he gives fans something to hate or something to love. Yeah. That he creates discussion. That even when he doesn't wrestle, he's willing to do an interview with the media and say, yeah, here's why I didn't wrestle. And also, we're way better than these guys. And... My guys are way better, and I would have whooped them even more, and we're going to go whoop these next guys. I love that he says that. He took shots at the Amin family, Tyler, <laughs> in his interview. I don't want to talk about that. You don't want to talk about that? All right. We'll I, talk I about will it. say that I agree, I agree with JD. Like, I think a lot of guys, because everyone's connected to like a educational institution, right? So no, And everyone has Buffalo a word about their, their SIDs and stuff. And um, I think Carter <laughs> is interesting, for sure. He's fun to watch. Yeah. And... I almost wish he would be at Iowa because then he would go full. It would be full villain. <laughs> it is undeniable that more people would hate him if he wrestled at Iowa. Yeah, that's probably true. Yes. Um, <laughs> in that true. it may be getting viewed in a slightly different lens if he was saying these things, if he was wrestling in the black and gold. I think that's a, that's a fact. I think there would be a lot of a, is this good for wrestling? And there, that is happening a little bit, but I, I would think it's just ridiculous if he wrestled for Iowa or Penn State or wherever yeah, he wrestled. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I think it would be the same, but there would be this narrative would be a lot more, and I think it would be getting more publicized. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. I remember. Yeah, when, I actually when you, even when you guys say that, like I I can't think of uh, too many things. You said like entertainment, like I can't think of that many outlandish things he said this year or done. I guess this is the first one that he I just really said. My coach would beat up your coach and I would too. <laughs> That's the first one. That's kind of funny. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> no, agree. I agree, but it's absurd to think about like if an Iowa wrestler said that yeah, people would be like, he just said he would commit assault, <laughs> like all this stuff. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, we talked about that. We still have, we only have like a few more minutes and we have not got to yes. it. I keep trying to get to the high school thing and you guys go, well, let's go back to this. Luke's well, there's so much college stuff. And it's, you know what? It is college. It's not, it, he's it's not new anymore because high school kids are beating college kids. All right, Jack Sports, he's really, really, really good at wrestling. He's a sophomore. I think he should reclassify. He should reclassify, he should reclassify and be a senior next year. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a holdback. Anyway, it's he's not age wise, him and Sinclair are the same birth year, and Sinclair's a senior, he's a sophomore. Sinclair's younger for his grade, so yeah, let's he should reclass. Chittam did this, Chittam did the same thing, reclassify, be a senior next year, go to college. Yeah, snap, snap, snap. Is, is that difficult from a like educational perspective? You can figure Probably it out, not. Probably not. Yeah, you can figure it out, I'm sure. Yeah, because yeah. he could be taking sure, like know. junior level class. I mean, I don't know. Bishop he probably curriculum. is. I'm assume. I'm yeah. assuming. Um, man, yeah. the race for these these uh, lightweights is going to be. I mean, 
Blaze, Jax, uh, Knox is already going to yeah. Cornell, Bo. There's there's so much yeah. talent. Um, so much. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so I would say uh, I, he, he should absolutely reclassify, go be a senior next year, go to college. It's kind of um, being a pain in my ass like, as the 125 ranker. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the curse of 125 continues. Yeah, they we the, the rank number Luke one. saying it's number one. He but you're off. you're gonna leave him number one. You're gonna leave him number one, aren't you? Maybe. I mean, we dinged Ramos when he lost to him Whoa. because he lost in the finals of that same tournament to Braden Palmer. Yes. Yeah. I I think what you need to do is look at Jax's D1 resume from this year. And where would, would he, he be, be number one? Where would he be ranked right now? And was Blaze in the pool also or no? I guess so. Um, but, and if if you say, hey, Jax would be ranked number two right now anyways, and he beat Stanich, well then that doesn't really make that doesn't have a huge bearing on it. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think you, you look at it because he has enough data in college matches to be, you know, it has value. Right. Um, yeah. But it, it's crazy how much it's happening, how good these kids are. And just, it's a perfect storm. We talked about it when Blaze beat Ramos. It's like, this is about the high school kids being really good, but it's also about, this is just so yeah. unprecedented with, with 125. And I talked with yeah. Jack Mueller this week, and he was at the same tournament I was, I was coaching at. He thinks 25 should move up too. He's like, the, the weight's too small. He's like, it's just like. Really? Yes. What do you propose? What would be the new lightest what? weight? I don't know. 30, you know what's funny is um, I was my daughters were asking about something and they used to have this is insane, but this is why I'm gonna say 125 is okay in my opinion. There used to be a 105 pound men's weight class yeah, for Olympic wrestling. I know, that's 105. There's a lot of things that used to happen. Christian can make that. I can make that. <laughs> yeah, right. 105 Christian. I think about if, that. I don't think I can make 57. We use special effects to make Christian look larger on camera than he actually is as well. Yeah, I'm four foot eight. Christian, you could make fifty seven. I could. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think I could. I mean, I weigh one hundred five, fifty five pounds, and I'm. You don't weigh that much. Come on, you're exaggerating. <laughs> I do though. He can tell just by looking yeah. at you, dude. Listen, Even with the you're one forty six max. One forty six. Come max on. Max. All right, I mean, I don't, there's nothing wrong with you saying. I'm not offended. I've been a small guy my whole Christian, life. Christian, does does Flo purposely hire smaller college wrestlers so no one can know your guys' sizes? We're all, <laughs> Makes you, you think. all look the same. We're all pretty small. Uh, Tyler's bigger than me. Space dwar- dwarfs us when we like walk into space events. Space giant. Um, <laughs> People he, have come up to Spain and be like, oh, wow, I didn't realize you were so tall. Yeah, he's he's the final boss of Flo Sports. Uh, he's a big boy. Um <laughs> No, we're all kind of around the same size. I bet we're all within That's 15, 20 pounds. I think it's just the nature of wrestlers' sizes. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. I'm pushing 200. Yeah, I don't know we know. All right, it's 10.01. We're, we're way over. They, way they, up. Uh, we didn't get to any of the questions. We didn't get to any of the fact that Cornell brings out the bad boys in these Ivy League schools because Brown and Harvard both lost team points against uh, Cornell. <laughs> they, just, they just must antagonize like Ben Askren does. Cornell I really know. stuck the dagger in them with that graphic. Oh. Yeah. What, what happened? Brutal. They, they were the 47 one. to negative one. Dad, so go bad. On. You Listen, should not be able to get negative points. 
If your team can't win a match, you ain't got a right to be mad. You better just shut up because you don't want to be negative. Well, no one complained. But... Oh, you're saying the coaches. Yeah. Yeah, the coach. The coach. Like, yeah. you better sit there and be quiet. Well, I don't know what happened. But anyways, we got to go. This was fun. And it also went too fast. <laughs> ben, thank you. Tyler, thank you. JD, right. thank you. Thank you, especially you, you for Thursday. listening. We're going to be back on Thursday this week. You won't be here. No, I won't. Are uh, you going to Are you going to Missouri? No. Okay. So he'll be here. Ben will be here. Maybe Ollie will be back. Maybe not. He'll probably put a heater on that ashtray there. But we thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back then. Hope you have a happy Monday. Thanks for uh, keeping it on Flow Wrestling. We'll be back. Thank you. See ya.